Patriotic Program created by Rio Grande. Calling all cars, attention all cars, broadcast 189, regarding the missing person. This man is reported to have been kidnapped. That's all. Rose and Clayton. firecrackers until next year. It may be hard for you to believe, but the explosions of all the firecrackers you heard on the 4th of July wouldn't totally explosions in your motor for just one minute when you're in a hurry. Fortunately, automotive science has devised a means of quieting those explosive roars in your motor to a pleasant hum. But unfortunately, those quiet explosions cover up many a poor gasoline that you wouldn't for a minute buy if you could hear it explode. There are dozen gasoline just as there are in firecrackers. Sluggish, slow-burning gasoline that do not fully explode and give you the power that you're paid for. When a firecracker fails to explode or fizzles out, a child can tell us. When gasoline doesn't give full power, the busy motorist, motorist is not fully conscious of it. Get Rio Grande Crash, the gasoline in which every atom gives vital explosive power. All sluggish elements have been completely removed by the famous Sinclair stopping process. And after all, those who know the most about gasoline, those who buy the most gasoline, those to whom superlative performance means most, have overwhelmingly chosen Rio Grande cracked gasoline. More police cars, fire engines, ambulances, and other emergency equipment are powered by Rio Grande cracked gasoline wherever it is sold and any other brand. Get rid of the 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 brand. Get Rio Grande crack from your independent Rio Grande dealer tomorrow and every tomorrow. It is again our privilege to present. Chief James E. Davis of the Los Angeles Police Department. Chief Davis. Good evening, friends. One of the first duties of a peace officer is to protect his citizen in his home. That, however, is not always possible, as we shall see from tonight's story. On the other hand, it is the duty of every citizen to cooperate fully with the police to facilitate the capture of criminals. It was the prompt action of the victim in this case and the equally prompt action of his wife that proved this case to be another example of the fact that crime does not pay. At the end of the program, I shall speak to you again with one or two additional facts about our story. in the book she was reading, sat nearby. Oh, 10.15. I think I'll turn in. Hmm. What did you say, dear? I said it's 10.15. I think I'll go to bed. Oh, all right, dear. You find some milk on the dining room table. 
Why don't you tell Bridget tonight? Oh, now, George. I will just have to go over that again. Oh, all right. I don't see any sense in a man in my age drinking milk. you see what that is, Phyllis? Yes, sir. Just a moment, just a moment. I'll be right there. Yes? We're from the police department. Where's your husband? Well, uh, he just fixed him to go to bed. What did you want to see him about? That's our business. Hey, you, the chief wants to see you. Of course. Never mind, come on. I don't know what this is all about. I haven't done anything. Anyway, you don't need to need that gun, you know. Well, that's for me to decide. Come on, get going. Uh, shut up, you with him, Master. Come on. What is this, a hold-up? No, no, nothing like that. We're just going to take you for a little ride. Get the coat and make it snappy. Come on, get a move on. Oh, you can't do this to my husband. I told you to shut up, didn't you? Oh. You, you, go on, get a move on. Don't try any monkey business. Hey, Call up, neighbors. Yeah, notify the police. Go on, you about it. Go on, get out and get in that car. Come on, get in, you fall, all right? Don't have to shove. Nice work, Bob. Nice work. Come on, Peggy, get going. All right, Mud, lay down there. Wait a minute now. Shut right, up, you. Hey, what's this all about? We'll find out soon enough. Meanwhile, keep your mark down there. Put your foot on his neck there while I tie him on his feet. And get his hands and I'll tie his feet for it. Mm. You'll get it that rope too tight. Oh, yeah? And let's get it a little tighter. Ah. <laughs> Turn right, baby. Put out those lights. Yeah. You keep your eyes shut, Mud. Yeah, I'll fix him. Hey. Turn over. And yeah, give me that cotton in our pocket, Peggy. Yeah, thanks. Hey. You're getting that adhesive tape over my ear. So what? Keep still. Now listen, guy. You ready to pay off? Pay off? What do you mean? Come on, come on, don't play dumb. You know as well as I do what I mean. How much do you got? About $175? Yeah. Where is it? My right hip pocket. We'll soon find out. All right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you got any diamonds? Yes, on my left hand. Is the ring too tight to get off? Oh, yeah? Well, I'll try it anyway. <laughs> Can't get it off. I cut his cockeyed finger off. Untie my hands. I, I think I can get it off. Yeah, let me at it. <laughs> nice work, Bob. Drive on, Peggy. For what seemed to be hours, the two kidnappers, the silent girl driver, and the victim sped along the street. At last, in a quiet section, the stillness broken only by the sound of a distant gasoline motor, the car stopped. Okay, Bob. Open the car door and get hold of his feet. Right. Come on, you. This is where we get out. Hey, be careful of my head, will you? Yeah, we'll take care of your head, all right. Get his feet, Bob, and let's get going. Yeah, this guy must weigh a ton. What would you doing and touch his fat? Ow! What the devil's the matter with you? I just cracked my skull on this lousy post. Ain't that enough? Ah, pass down, stop, Jay. Ah, drop this much. Yeah, now listen, you. When we say pay off, we mean real dough. How much can you raise? Well, maybe I could scrape up 4500 if you give me a little time. I have about that much in the bank. 4500 Huh. Hey, listen. 
Your life worth ten grand to you? Well, it would be if I had it. Yeah? How about that house you live in? You own it? You got any property? Oh, I might get a loan on the house. Okay, let's call up. Hey, give me that tape, right? Wait a minute. Not over his nose, you dope. Huh? I lost one prospect that way a couple of months ago. Oh. Yeah, that's better. Now, listen, Mug. We'll give you time to make up your mind how you're going to produce that jack. But the longer you keep us waiting, the more it's going to cost you, understand? Yeah, you go on in. I'll stay here and watch him. Okay. And watch him close. If he gets tough, use this little persuader on him. Yeah. You hear that, Mug? Just you start something if you want to plug it this right behind your ear. Yeah. Well, you'd better. Listen, Bob. I'll run down to that greasy spoon and get us a couple of sandwiches. It looks like we've got a long wait ahead of us. at his prison, the drone of the distant motor combined to convince Olhausen that he was being held prisoner underneath the dock near the harbor waterfront. He had visions of being killed and his body cast into the sea from the speedboat. Only the snores of his guard and the drone of the engine broke the stillness of the long night. Every kidnapping case of which he had heard flashed through his mind. He wondered what his wife was doing, what she was thinking and tugged frantically at his bonds. He must escape. Only the snores of his guard came to him as he strained at the rope that cut into his wrists and ankles. The bitter cold was chilling him through and through. Only by his efforts to free himself was he able to maintain circulation. Carefully, breathlessly, he scraped his cheek against the damp ground. If he could only work a bit of dirt into his eyes, perhaps the tears would melt the adhesive tape. Finally, he succeeded. The tape loosened, the pain was intense, yet he persisted. Oh. At last, he was able to see a little. It was daylight. Beside the inner hand of the guard, they had guns. If he could only reach it. Too far. Now. Almost. The guard stirred. Then the voice of Morris returning. Hey, Bob. Hey, Bob. Wake up. Oh. Oh, wake up. Six o'clock. Ah. Well, how's the government behaving? Oh, how about it, old husband? Figured out a way to raise that money yet? Oh, this is your rip that tape off you get a better answer. Huh? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 You can't get it without a written order. Oh, yeah? Well, in that case, you're going to write one. Hey, Bob, I'm going to his hands here. Yeah. I'll take this tape off his eyes. <laughs> okay. Now, here's a tablet and a pencil. You remember your writing, get busy. And write what we tell you. My hands stiff. Huh? What do you want me to say? I'm coming to that. You're right, uh, Go to the 
and fill in the name of your bank. And get that 4500 that's in the savings account. After you get that, take the deeds to the house and raise the balance of $10,000. Deliver the $10,000 to these two. The note finished, Holhausen was given a little water to drink. Then preparations were made to again bind and gag him. Oh, for heaven's sake, don't tie me up like a mummy again. I'm not going to try and make a break. Hell a dozen with a couple of men holding 45s at his back. Shut up. You don't keep your cat shut, I'm going to bring you. And don't turn around. Now, give me... Don't turn around. Now, give me... Your word. <laughs> your word don't mean anything to us. You sit still and listen to me, guy. We're going to town to deliver this note to your old lady. But there's a guy upstairs who's been hired just to watch you... If you make a move to get loose, he's got orders to let you have it. You understand that, punk? He's going to let you have it. <laughs> well, so long. We'll be seeing you, chum. Again began the interminable hours of waiting. At last, Daylight faded, and the trust victim of the kidnappers determined on one last desperate attempt at escape. With supernatural strength, born of his desperation, he strained and tugged at his bonds. At last, he ripped the bandages from his eyes. He dug his heels into the ground until his shoes came off. Under the, the rope that bound his ankles. Then, lunging backward, he broke the rope that encircled the pillar to which he was tied. At last, he was free. Meanwhile, police officers, making every effort to trace the kidnapped car, checked every automobile dealer and rental agency in Los Angeles. This looks like a likely place to rent a car. You seem pretty sure that the car was rented. No reports of a new Chrysler sedan being stolen. That's right. Probably was rented. I figure that a car of that class would come from one of the better agencies, such as this one. If you've got something there. Let's question this guy. Good morning. Looking for a car to rent? Well, not exactly. We're looking for one that you did rent. At least we hope you did. We're police officers. We're trying to trace a car used in the old housing kidnapping. Have you rented a nearly new Chrysler sedan in the last two days? No, that's funny. You know, yesterday a man rented a one Chrysler, took it out, came back in about 30 minutes and said he, he didn't like the car. What is his name? Uh, let me uh, look in my book here. Uh, 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 there it is. J.G. Williamson, Frank Hotel. Did you get him another car? Yeah, a blue sedan. Practically new. Well, you ought to see it now. Where is it? Oh, it's out on the wash rack. They're just getting ready to clean it up. Don't let him touch that car till we see it. Well, come on, let's take a look. Ah, there she is. Just take a look at her. Looks like it's been driven through plowed ground. Hmm. Peculiar weeds hanging to this running gear. Yeah, and look at that mud. And see how it's scratched by brush? Homer? What does this spell to you? North of town. That's right. We've been staking out the waterfront, and these monkeys are going north. Hey, Harry, look there. Soap and cotton sticking to the upholstery. Here's an empty adhesive tape spool. No doubt about it. This is the car. You mean this is the car Old Housing was kidnapped in? And this is it, all right. Now listen. 
These birds may come back here to get this car. Don't let them have it. We want to send a man out to get fingerprints. Stroll them along. Give them another car. But keep this one on the lot. Don't worry. I'll keep it here. And don't wash it. Meanwhile, the ransom note had been delivered to Mrs. Oldhausen. Telephone threats had come in. Police had arrested the deliverer of the ransom note, but he stoutly denied any knowledge of the plot. Now, look, you, you might as well realize that it's no good trying to tell us you don't know anything about this note. But I'm telling you the truth. Some James stepped up to my cab while I was parked and gave me the note and told me to deliver it. What's she look like? Well, she was a blonde, about five feet tall. Wait, I guess, uh, about 110. Where were you parked? Well, down on West 7, right close to Olive Street. Waiting for this dame to show up, huh? No. I tell you, I never saw the dame before. Well, what did you do when she gave you the note? Well, I drove out to Mr. Uh, uh, Oldhausen's place. And how did you know where his house was? Oh, you got that. I just told you the dame gave me the address. Go on, go on. What did you do then? Well, just as I rang the doorbell, you guys nabbed me. And you still claim you never saw this dame before? No. I never saw her before. What's her name? What? I said, what's her name? Whose name? The blonde dame. Well, how could I know? I just told you I never saw her before. Okay, Eddie, okay. Let him go. He doesn't know anything. You mean... You mean I can go now? Yeah, yeah. Go on, Scram. Well, if I see her, I'll, I'll let you know, Captain. Who? Oh, the blonde dame. Yeah, you do that. What do you think, Homer? Well, maybe he's telling the truth. Mrs. Oldhausen said a woman was driving the car... Which puts us exactly where we were. I've got a hunch, Eddie. Put a bunch of men out on the north side. Think we'll get the Van Eyes boys in on this. Still think those crooks took old housing out that way. Back at the scene of old housing's imprisonment, he is just gaining his freedom. Cold, stiff from his hours of cramped confinement. Oldhausen hurriedly takes things from the stars, and reasoning that when his captors return, they will assume that he has headed for the city, he begins running in the opposite direction. He now discovers that he is far inland, having been held captive beneath a lettuce packing shed in the San Fernando Valley. The engine he thought to be a marine motor proves to be an irrigation pump. Through the fields and vineyards he runs, stumbling, falling, fighting on, for a light in a farmhouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is it? I'm George Oldhausen. Get me. Have you a phone? Yeah, yeah. Come on in. Yeah, yeah. Let me help you. I'll have you all right. Get the phone. No, 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 no. You don't do that. You sit down and dress. Helga, Helga, bring some coffee. I'll do the phone in. Now, who do you want to call? My wife. What's the number? It's it's Universal 0456. Hello? Hello, Jimmy Universal, 0456. Yes, yes, and make it quick, please. I'm in a hurry. Hello, hello, Mrs. Oldhausen? Wait a minute. Yes, yes. That's good. It's George. Yes, I got away. I- I'm at a farmhouse on a... Well, what is this number? The 6618 Lindley Avenue. Oh, 5618 Lindley Avenue in Rosada. Phone the police. Oh, you say to listen. Well, I'll be home as soon as I can get there. No, I, no, I'm all right. The cook may be coming back in a few minutes. Tell the officers that we won't open the door to anybody except the uniformed policeman. 
Those men might take me there. Tell the officers to hurry. Within a few minutes, half a dozen blue-coated men were on the scene. They were soon followed by a powerful car bearing three fleeing clothes officers. They were Joseph Taylor, Central Detective Division, Captain Charles Vernon, University Detective Bureau, and Homer B. Cross of the Homicide Squad of the Los Angeles Police Department. Mr. Olhausen, can you locate the place where you were held prisoner? Uh, I, I think so. You see, it was dark when I escaped, and, and I never saw the place in the daylight. Were there any distinctive sounds? Uh, train, truck, uh, something like that by which you could identify the place? Well, I heard a motor running all day today. I thought it was a motor boat, but it couldn't have been that. Mm -hmm. Might have been a gasoline pump. That's right. That's what it must have been. Uh, that's going to be easy, finding a gasoline pump close to a building where a man could be hidden. Well, I think it was a lettuce packing shed. I saw some lettuce leaves on the ground there, old ones. Now, wait a minute. That car we found at the rental agency had some wild lettuce leaves caught up in the running gear. Okay, boys. Find the lettuce packing shed that's not being used. Find the gasoline pump close by, and you've got your stakeout. Now, stay there till those kidnappers show up. Three of you stay on watch when you find the place, you see? Cross? Yeah. You and one of the boys take Mr. Oldhausen back to town when you find the shed. Yes, sir. Where is it going, Mr. Oldhausen? Yes, the sooner the better. We'll take our car. You'd better get him back. In case there's any trouble, you can back out of sight. Keep your eyes peeled for that shed, boys. You listen for that pump, Mr. Oldhausen. Slow down a little. I might be able to hear it. No, I don't think so. Shed must not be far. I didn't run long. It's right south of the farmhouse. Okay. We'll keep looking. See anything that looks like it yet? The long building over to the left there. That might be it. You hear that pump? Well, wait a minute. Cut off your motor. Yes, I, I hear it. Right over there to the left. Let's go that way. Do you think they come back yet? I hope so. I'd like nothing better than to get a chance to cop those birds. They're pretty tough. The tougher they are, the better I like them. Still hear that pump? Yes, I hear it. This building looks like a passing shed, all right. See any cars? No. Doesn't seem to be anybody around here tonight. They haven't had time to get back from delivering that note, I guess. Oh, by the way, did you know we picked up a taxi driver when he delivered that note? No. Did he have anything to do with it? Well, he claimed a woman stepped up to his cab on 7th Street and told him to deliver the note. Huh? Maybe he's telling the truth. There was a woman driving the car when they got me. She never did say anything, though. I don't know what her voice was like. Here we are. Well, out, boys. Stick around. See if you can find anything that might be used to identify the cook. Now, you'll find a milk bottle under there. Maybe it's got some fingerprints on it. Bring it along, boys, just in case. Okay. Run, Mr. Olhausen, back to town.
officer officers are armed and alert, patrolled nearby roads and highways, on the lookout for the kidnapper's car. Suddenly, a second. Take a look at that car coming down the road. He's acting all pieces of shit. Here's the fence. Put the spotlight on him. Swing her across the road. That'll stop him. Say, that guy must be drunk. Get on, Baker. That Baker needs business. I've got what it takes to stop monkeys like that. Seems like they want to play work, huh? That's the way I'm playing. Throw oh, that spotlight. Maybe they won't throw so much left. Seems to quiet them a little. Let's listen. Okay, open the door. Pick him up your bridge with police officer. Oh, yeah? Well, who cares? Hey, Baker, this looks like the guy Olhausen described. Yeah, it does. Who are these other three? Uh, you'd like to know, wouldn't you? Well, I ain't talking, see. You're going to have to try and find out for yourself. All right. Right. All right, wise guy. That'll be easy. Come on, pile out. Now, listen, lay your dirty hands off of me, see? Hey, see who that is, Joe. Uh, yeah, it looks like Cork and Olhausen. Yeah, that's who it is. Where's your friend, Baker? Oh, just a bird who's got fresh with his 45 ass on in here. Listen, get up, you mud. Oh, yeah? Uh, what's this? Huh. Absorbent cotton. Adhesive tape. And rope. Why, you look like the boys we're looking for. Huh. Come on. And it's all housing. Come over here a minute. Stand in front of that car, you bird. You two girls get out and stand with the men. Are these your pals, Mr. Oldhausen? That's the man who came into my house. That one on the right. Mm. Me? Uh, I never saw you before in my life. Oh, yes, you have. I recognize your voice, too. Uh, see, you dirty little fresh punk. I told you a thousand times before you talk too much. Yeah, and that's the other one. I'd know his voice anywhere. Besides, I got a look at him yesterday when I got that tape loose. That's enough. Load him in, boys. <laughs> Looks like you talk too much, too, huh? Yeah. It takes vitality, energy, good personal condition for you to keep going at full speed these hot summer days. And it takes perfect lubrication in your motor to take the heat of fast summer driving. Most of the oils you buy contain petroleum jelly, Petroleum jelly belongs in your medicine cabinet and not in your motor, for it is worthless as a motor lubricant. Sinclair motor oils, refined by the world's largest independent oil companies, are completely de-jellied. They will not break down in the most intense summer heat. Sinclair writes the laws of lubrication, and eight major airlines, 150 railroads, great fleets of ships, and millions of motorists in 45 nations of the world depend upon Sinclair oils to protect the billions of dollars invested in their motor equipment. Don't gamble with incompletely refined oils when Sinclair Opaline is only 25 cents a quart in tamper-proof cans. If you didn't receive your copy of the new July issue of Calling All Cars News this last week, get it tomorrow from your Rio Grande dealer. Three true and fascinating detective stories, radio and motion picture news, an exclusive and intimate interview with Sybil McGee and Molly. A complete guide for your motion picture attendance. It's full of pictures, personalities, and human interest. And it's free at your Rio Grande dealers. Where you get police car performance with Rio Grande Craft gasoline. And where you Sinclairize for safety with Sinclair motor oil. Again, we have the privilege of presenting 
Chief James E. Davis of the Los Angeles Police Department. Chief Davis. On April 19, 1928, Ed Morris pleaded guilty to kidnapping, assault with deadly weapons, robbery, and burglary. Eleven days later, Robert Corbin, whose real name was Corbett, received sentence on the same plea. Both men were given from ten years to life in San Quentin Penitentiary. The women in the case aided materially in closing the case, and charges against them were dismissed. Again, swift and sure justice proved beyond doubt that crime does not pay. Thank you, Chief Davis. Please calling all cars, attention all cars, a cancellation broadcast 189 regarding a missing person. The in this case are now in custody. That's all. Rolls and clips. Michael Parker saying good night for Rio Grande.